The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, stupid nerds. Download the uh, Boogie Monster with with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You can find out uh, what happened to Frankenstein and the Wolfman and all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or important things. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Rippin'. It's rippin'. Hi, everybody. It's Kyle and Dave. It's the Boogie Monster Podcast. And this is... uh, We're blowing it out. Yeah. We've uh, last... I mean, you're listening to this January 17th. (coughs) If there's still an America as we know it. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is right before the inauguration. Which is what, the 20th or 21st? Fucking... Does it even matter? What else going on, buddy? Oh, man, not much for me. I'm still all gouty. Drinking not, tea. I'm drinking tea, just fighting off gout. It's so been a couple months now. You're taking both prescription meds and a bunch and, of and herbs. I'm, and yeah, I'm throwing the homeopathic stuff at it that you're, doesn't. It's, it's from two angles. I want it to be, you know. That, that would be part of this, too, of like homeopathic remedies and this and that. It is not doing dick. Really? Twice I've been on the road before just admitting I needed to go to a doctor because this like intense gout attacks, uh-huh. and I've gone to and spent a hundred dollars at a GNC or a health food store for everything. Some website told me to get tart chair, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't work for other people, uh-huh. but it doesn't work for me. That's mm-hmm. for sure. I'm taking it because I bought it. What am I going to do? Just look at it on the shelf and be pissed? Yeah. No. All right. I'll gulp down some alfalfa extract pills. And then fart my brains out for the rest of the day. <laughs> fine. All right? Fine. Oh, man. I'll go have some weird smell and pee for the next week on top of actual science, medicine from science doing its job. So none of that homeopathic stuff's working. No, man. I want it to. I really want it to. Hmm. Herbs and all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. Well, I've tried some. Some of that stuff. And I won't yeah. do it right now because we're trying to get this. We get to what we get floating. to. Um, my recipe for today, instead of food, I've got a homeopathic recipe that I've tried four times and it works. So I'll give that out. Later. Really? That could, could, could be real useful. What's it uh, for? It's for kidney stones. Oh, yeah. So if you ever have kidney stones, I got a great homeopathic home remedy. I do a bit about it. Well, so shoot some those people, out your BB gun. S- some people may know the bit, so I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna just try to do the bit, but I- I'm seriously gonna tell you the the bullet points there, and it's okay. Very, it's very helpful. All right. So well, we'll fi- finally, later. something helpful coming yeah. out of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What else you want to? You gotta. Oh, you gotta. You gotta become a legal liaison. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this tomorrow. Uh, right. I got, I and I'm looking up why. Uh, this has to be the way it is, because I'm curious. Well, I've fell into a couple of odd jobs lately. Uh, real quick, uh, last week I worked security at a uh, private party. 
uh, and it was an industry party, uh, but with no comedians, <laughs> like in, like the industry, not you know, not the, 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 not the yeah, talent, the, the people that make the stuff. So it was four hundred uh, Hollywood people that uh, weren't funny. Uh, so that's a good time, but. Uh, <laughs> All I had to do, and they were very well behaved, but there was literally 400 of them, and uh, I got paid for seven hours to just walk around the party. That was literally my only task. I didn't have to work the door, didn't have to check IDs, guest list. Uh, I had to dress in all black. Just look were, intimidating. Yeah, well, not even look intimidating. They, they were like, no, you know, it's a civil, po- friendly party, so I didn't wasn't walking around mean mugging people. Uh, for no reason, because that would be terrible. I'm at a party, and this fucking weirdo's yeah. eyeballing me. No, they just wanted me to kind of just wander, kind of uh, stay out of everybody's way, but just wander and just make sure like people weren't pissing on the coffee tables. Or my one task was there was and it was a beautiful house. It was uh, somebody's like mansion. Yeah, and it was actually well, I don't yeah nearby. Uh, yeah, so it was around the corner. <laughs> yeah, right around the corner. Um, but my only actual task was make sure no more than 45 people are on this balcony at one time for safety reasons. So I'd wander up to that room and you know just do a quick head count. And, yeah. But yeah, literally just seven hours of being at just a party. Just being the muscle. <laughs> and it uh, paid real well. So I just fell into that. And then uh, tomorrow I'm going to go serve papers to uh, to a lady about a thing. I don't even know what it's about. Uh, but I'll just say an acquaintance uh, has hired me to do this, and uh, whatever whatever the issue is, I'm not even going to divulge that. Uh, but uh, yeah, just got to go find a lady and be like, "Hey, are you Janice Smith?" And she's like, "Yeah." Well, and boom, you've been served. So that'll be my first time doing that gig. Ever since I saw Pineapple Express, I always thought, "Oh, that's a cool gig. Maybe I could start doing that on the side." And I never looked into it any further. But but I don't know why you have to. I'm reading about like it. Ha- you just have to get it signed. Like you have to get a receipt signed that says you have been served. But why is it a trick? Like why do people? Well, it tells me that the law is written. Not knowing this, I'm speculating that unless you do that, it's not legally binding. Unless that person admits to being that person and you hand it to them, maybe the law the law is written. But how is it legally binding that you're doing it? Exactly. I not no offense to yourself, no, but you're not an officer of the court. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're a man preparing to live in his van, but that's legally binding. I'm now <laughs> legally binding. Dave the van man got him signed, so it's that that's legal. That's going that's good for court. Like I don't understand. No, I'm, and I'm not trying to I no, feel no. like I've been busting your balls a no, lot no, no, on the podcast. Me, please. But why why are you now okay? Fucking! If we want this to stick, we got to get the guy who lives in his Toyota Sienna. Like, what if I get called like to court? Yeah, have to. Yeah, what's your it's, address? Well, that's up to. Uh, it's kind of up to a few people. The whole case up is to, blown because this guy's involved. Well, what? Yeah, be. but what? Like, does it doesn't have to? I'm trying to read about it now. So you can do it certified mail with a return receipt. Some ways of so here are some ways, according to a website, Corolle and Velen. Oh, that link is not found. All right, they are out of service. How to serve? Look at okay. Let's. I don't know how. Like, is personal service the best? You could just hire anybody. 
Off the street. Yeah. What? I mean, literally. That's how... That doesn't make sense no, to me. I never understood it. I always saw it in movies. Like, hey, are you so-and-so? I sure am. You just got served. Like, what? Like, why? It seems like a joke. Yeah. Why can't you do it yourself? Oh, but you have to have a third party between. There's a lot of legal ease that I'm trying to flip through here. But yeah. let's admit, it sounds silly. Oh, yeah. Be like, oh, if I'm, say I want to divorce somebody. And then, no. Then it, yeah, well, I don't want to. Fucking tough shit. It's like the Seinfeld episode when George was trying to break up with his girlfriend and she was like, no. I'm yeah, not convinced. We're no. not broken up. And he just keeps trying to break up with her. But that you have to trick him like a bridge troll. <laughs> Is your name three riddles? Oh, man. I so that's going to be interesting. Say, like with attitude. You got served. I don't think. I don't. No. Do you have to say you've been served? I think you do. Uh, who's going to check? <laughs> you didn't say you got served. Who's going to be there? That's le- like, how is any of this legal? Exactly. How can it just like then if she just wants to be like, no, I never got the papers. It's just going to be you going. Nope. I gave them to her. Lord, I said it. I, told I said, and served. I said she got served, yeah. and she could just burn those papers and be like, "I've never seen them. I've never seen them in my life." Oh, man. Exactly. Yeah, I have no idea how that works. None of this sounds real. So, as long as I get paid, I don't give a shit. That doesn't sound like a real mm-hmm. transaction. We'll see. I will report back. All right. Let us know how it goes <laughs> next week. <laughs> Oh. Guys, stays in jail this week. Uh, it turns out we shouldn't have said that stuff. <laughs> totally illegal. Absolutely. Real, really illegal. Oh, boy. Uh, Good times, buddy. All right. What else did we want to get to before this, this week's? We're going to talk about... Uh, Artificial intelligence. My buddy yeah. Brian, when I was back home, my buddy from home was like, you should talk about AI. I know that shit's creepy. Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson, man. Let's get – he's everywhere. Had a handle, dude. He's, he's reading us. He was – I loved watching him play. I know you're not a big basketball or sports Basketball. Fan, I knew yeah. he was basketball. Yeah. Alan Iverson just – he was uh, short compared to everybody else. He was 6'1", which was just – sorry to go off on an AI. Yeah, tangent. a real pipsqueak at 6'1". <laughs> but he, he was just amazing. He was, uh, he was literally – one of the best players in the league for a few years. Anyway, the weird thing but, about Hollywood parties, I'm always the shortest guy there, five eight. Uh-huh. You feel you're surrounded by people, leading men, yeah. the shortest dude at all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, Midwest parties, I got it. You had some big milk-fed motherfuckers that are just giants, but then everybody else, right about five nine, like right, pretty average. Yeah. A lot of our moms smoked while pregnant, and I feel <laughs> fine out here. Nothing but the A list, and I'm sitting there looking at fucking dude nipples all night. These parties, a lot of holiday parties, and me just staring at ch- fella chests. Well, did you go, you went to a Hollywood party last night, right? Yeah, holiday holiday Hollywood party. Were and you don't have to say who or what, but were there celebrities there? No, no, it was okay. just like a management company, okay. and there was it was it wasn't a big celebrity their clients party. Would come though. Yeah, but I mean, some of the club, but that they were just you know comics and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Stan, a, a pal of mine. <laughs> Steve Berg, who's on Drunk History quite often, and on Idiot Sitter, and the big UFO dude. 
So it's fun to be at a Hollywood party and still be like, yeah, the Bilderberg Group, man. Totally. I was at that hunting lodge and these guys were like villains. And he's like, well, you got to infiltrate it. You got to get me in there. We got to get in. We'll go do it under the guise of a show. People love show business, but we get in there, we infiltrate it for the truth. <laughs> Instantly, just, they probably blew any deal we had going at that party. It's like, these two lunatics again, <laughs> standing over by the Carnitas bar, <laughs> talking about the fucking the Bohemian Grove. Oh man! Oh, love it. Love people who want to get weird right out the right out the gates. Steve Berg, big shout. <clears throat> oh man! Uh, but yeah, it was fun. But we we're, we're talking here about uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah, my good pal Brian Veray. He uh, he's like, you should talk about that stuff. I'm like, this is something that I will just bitch about regularly when I can't get my phone to work, and I'm just like, the fucking robots! I just curse everything with a just an umbrella term of robots. Yeah. Fucking robots, and um, and that makes sense. I we were discussing before the start. I think that I don't know if human beings are capable, are mentally capable of, uh, or, or philosophically capable of of, of maintaining a, a healthy control on technology. We're just making stuff to make it. Look what it can do, mm-hmm. and morality is not. Not keeping pace. I have a very uh, doom and gloom scenario for society, but I don't talk about it because it's just a downer, and I'm not offering solutions. So, well, give me an example of like the morality angle, like what we would do with robots. That give me an example of what you're talking. Because I'm trying to. I mean, because they already have videos of people who have mounted guns to drones. Okay, you know, there's already. And these are small things, but just people flying drones that are screwing up, you know, uh, the forest uh, – fighting forest fires because people are flying drones in flight paths to take a look at it. Like, you fucking idiot. Get your goddamn drone out of the sky. Like, that's just on a base level of somebody who could go to the store and buy one of those and just just a dipshit. Yeah. Just a dipshit has access to it. Texting and driving. Just – Dipshits have access to stuff that is already, and I know I sound like the guy freaking out because well, these horseless carriages are going to be the doom for society. They're hitting people. And there's no lights on them. Like eventually, caught up and made cars much safer than uh-huh. when they first came out. I know I sound like that, uh-huh. but there's been so much that has come along in a hundred years. Mm-hmm. One hundred years. Yeah. And the spec – who was saying the statistic last night at that party? Like human beings have been around like one-tenth of one percent of the of the entire lifespan of the earth. Yeah. And we're already ruining it. Yeah. We're already doing a lot of what is seeming to be irreversible damage, mm-hmm. which I had a teacher in community college – If take that for what you will – it was just like if human beings become the cancer of the earth, the earth will get rid of us. And I'm like, I think we did that. I think that's what happened. Makes sense. So that's my doom and gloom shit. I hope it's not true. I feel the same way, man. I feel like uh, – I just don't think we could keep up this pace. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this before, even the population. I just don't yeah. think the population's just going to keep growing and the technology's going to get – I. And that's kind of what we're leading into about te- when, yeah. when is technology going to turn on us? Nobody wants to have less kids. Mm. Ohio just passed the uh, heartbeat law. If it has a heartbeat, 
you can't have an abortion like that. And that's a woman's rights issue that's already like guaranteed if dudes could get pregnant, abortion would be legal at any time. Yeah. At any single time. Oh, a star quarterback of the college football team got pregnant? Fucking get rid of it. Like, if, a, if that, without a single doubt in my mind, yeah. if men could get pregnant, that abortion, legal, everywhere, all the time, whenever you wanted, however many you wanted. Yeah. Without a fucking doubt. Yeah. But that is a scientific uh, untruth that men can get pregnant in spite of. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. In the film. <laughs> I want to say twins. And in my head, it, he was pregnant with Danny DeVito the whole time. It's not the, I yeah. forget the name of the pregnant Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I have no idea. He had a baby. Huh. Yeah. You don't remember that one? I don't. Arnold's dip into comedies. <laughs> I remember twins. I remember early nineties, the early nineties yeah. dip into comedy. Yeah. Anyway. I did, uh, I did think that was odd, but yeah. But, uh, so, okay. So, so they get, Get back from that. We're having more people. Uh-huh. Like nobody's stopping. Nobody's being like, let's calm down on the people. Yeah, exactly. I, Jesus, I've said that before, but I don't. I don't have a kitten mm-hmm. on purpose because I don't think I could take care of it properly. Yeah, people are just spitting out mm-hmm. kids like it's no big deal. It should be a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it should be, but it's not. And we covered that. We talked about yeah, that before. Yeah. It's the one free thing that feels good in the world is fucking. Yeah. Uh, this is what I always daydream. What if people just stopped? Like, I wonder what new artistic renaissance would happen if social media shut down and you had to paint a picture of your experience or write a story instead of just taking pictures with your phone. Oh my God! What a, and, and what put, a great point. And putting them uh, like, what if? Like, what if instead of just taking a picture, yeah, what if you wrote, wrote, write a piece, write some, grant, okay, that's what blogs are. But at least blogs, you were doing, you were writing. Yeah. It wasn't this easy instant gratification bullshit. Yeah. Go learn to paint, learn to express yourself through music, learn a diff, learn a way to truly express yourself. But it's just all, ah, man, I get so gloom and doom about just, Technology in general, even just artificial intelligence, maybe that's the thing that saves us. Maybe we make a robot with a moral capacity greater than that of our own, Ooh. as opposed to just logic. Where if a rope, like if robots were smart enough, if they're just smart without morality, then they're just going to look at efficiency, and that's why they'll just kill the people. Well, you want me? I'm a robot. And I, I'm going to make other robots. That, you want mind. me to be? You want me to be a good robot? I'll make other robots that do the jobs the best. You know who doesn't do the job good? Human beings. Their margin for error much higher than robots. Kill those people. That's the that's the basis of so many sci-fi movies. Well, <clears throat> that's what we're going to get into a little bit. The singularity. If you're not familiar with that term, yeah. that's when experts think humans will become obsolete. That's going to be the time when the robots yeah. literally take over. And what happens when we're obsolete? Are they going to kill us all? Well, I guess what if that's the that, what if that's the end of the line for the robots? If the robots realize this is just maximum overdrive, I just hear the waitress from the coffee shop <laughs> like, "We made you!" <laughs> every time, every time my phone fucks up or something, I'm like, "We made you! How could you?" We made you. Who made who? ACDC, one of their greatest. 
whole album, just the soundtrack to Maximum Overdrive. Uh, anyway, I, <laughs> big ups to ACDC out there, a little, little band out of Australia. I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh, they, uh, yeah, what if, that's, what, what if robots finally just stop at the point like, well, if we're just robots doing robot things, who are we doing the things for? Like you got to – maybe that's maybe that's what maybe there's te- maybe there's scientists out there doing that already. Like we got to put something in the robots to make them realize that their purpose yeah. is to serve people, yeah. not serve themselves. Yeah, how do you do that? I, man, this is where we hit one of these roadblocks where we're not smart enough to sort these issues out, and that's frustrating because boy, don't we have answers for everything else? Yeah. Oh. Uh- it's really interesting to kind of witness this, but like we're slowly starting to see more and more robots in the zeitgeist. You know, yeah. the, the concept of a robot has been around for years, but like artificial intelligence yeah. is happening now. I mean, especially sure. in China and Japan. I think China, uh, I think I read something that China just surpassed Japan and uh, the country producing the most robots. So there's. Shit ton of robots over in China. Yeah. And uh, that being said, experts think that we're only at 1% of what artificial intelligence could be and probably will be. So yeah. we're, we're only at 1%. So, like, it's going to. What were we talking about? Like, Moore's Law. That's when technology doubles itself every. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, 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 it like it, it increases or advances exponentially. Yeah, and I think right now we're at that phase where every year technology it's more doubles. and more. Yeah, they, 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 I still don't know how they can calculate that or project that, but I was reading it today. Every year we're right in the in the window now where from now moving forward. Yeah, every twelve months the technology that we have and apply and use is going to double. So Jesus, that's insane. And I'm going to look at what happened in 19 notable moments of 1917, a hundred years ago. When you think about what's what's going on, just just in general, in a hundred years of uh-huh. events, which is Wikipedia events. Uh, well, there's Rose Bowl. Was mostly looking for what happened. Uh, like techno. Okay, all right. Well, I, I should have shut my mouth before I looked this up. Anyway, go ahead, and I'll come up with a better thing here. <laughs> this is just like oh, the, the the Ottoman Empire. Like, well, it's not fucking helping my cause right now. It's, uh, it's like Nate Bargatze's bit about yeah, uh, time traveling. Being a time traveler. He's like, I'd go back in time, yeah. and nobody would believe me because I wouldn't be able to answer their questions. Yeah. Well, who's the pre? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What's I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, going back. All right, well, think about it this way. A hundred years ago, we were just starting to use technology, but for... Well, technology is a... T- I mean, a hammer's well, technology. True, true. But machines, all right? I think machines is maybe a, a better way. Mm-hmm. Um, we were using technology to build machines that would enhance and sometimes replace our muscles. A lot of manual labor, you know, machinery. Uh, you know, just... yeah. You know, the agriculture and the Industrial Revolution, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But but in the last hundred years, now all of our technology is going to 
Some technological for, for intelligence to enhance and or replace our brains, and it's literally re- replacing our brains. If you've got an iPhone or a smartphone with Google, you don't need a brain. And this is—I don't want to bite Ryan Singer's joke. I think he has a bit about this, but yeah. like, premise being like. You don't have to use your brain anymore well, if you have every answer to Pete, every question is right there. Pete, in your phone. Pete Holmes has yeah. a great yeah. job. Yeah. Walker yeah. Alley. Where's Tom, Tom Petty yeah. from? Yeah. And you and just you, you didn't know. You just had to wait till you met somebody yeah. who knew. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, and that's how you that's how you met your wife. <laughs> that's how you met your wife. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and it's true. And you're not challenged to learn. No, anymore. Not. You're not challenged to think oh. on your feet. People are. That's why I love driving without my GPS. Well, we're too dependent on our fucking GPS. You know what? In LA, when it's like, oh, if I go this way, it's going to be an hour and a half, and if I go this way, it's going to be forty-five minutes. I like, I like GPS. That I don't. I mind. know how to get home, but when it cuts my time in half, that's good. I'm not saying yeah. It, you know how to get home from yeah. any any point. You, you can from any point in the city. You can get home eight different routes. Yeah, most people live in the city have no fucking idea. Yeah, just use some common sense. Learn a little bit because what happens when? And I know this again sounds like the old man, but like what happens when you don't have your GPS? Think about people in their twenties never drove without a GPS. Yeah. That's insane. When I moved to LA, you got a Thomas Guide. I still have it. My 2003 Thomas Guide is a fat book of maps mm-hmm. that everybody – and I'd come here. I had a cell phone and I'd call friends. Wait, how do I get there now? And my one friend, I remember specifically, I'm like, all right, well, I'm trying to get this show. How do I get there? He's like, okay, where you're at right now, find the, the major street you're by, take a left on that, and then uh, find a CVS. Go in there and buy a Thomas Guide because that's what you need. Like yeah. nobody's going to give you directions. Yeah. Get a book of maps and sort it out. Yeah. And that was it. You had a – an atlas in your car. I took a road trip when I was nineteen. We did it with an atlas. Oh, the first, which is a big like Rand McNally yeah. atlas of just following highway routes. The first three years I was a touring comic, I didn't have a GPS. I would have to go to MapQuest on my desktop computer the yeah. night before, print and, out, yeah, and print, print out, out eighteen pages of directions from Atlanta to <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin. This one thing that will always fascinate me, and again because I'm not bright in math and just. Uh, that uh like like navigating by constellations by stars yeah like navigating you know the courage of someone at a time be like all right at uh big uh big wet i'm going out into the big wet i don't know if they called it that as a nickname getting out into that big wet yeah how what are you gonna do i don't know i got this thing that looks like a compass sort of but it twists a little bit more ways that is and uh um, the stars i'm gonna use the stars yeah <laughs> yeah, like to get to where we are from, like, like the stars. I looked at the star. I look at the stars now, and I'm still like, I think that's a dipper. Yeah, bigger little. Ah, I need to see the other one. Yeah, exactly. I spent all night going. There's the big dipper. Realizing I'm looking at the little one, and then I'm looking for an even smaller one than that. I don't know shit. But this everybody else in the old times, they made it. They used their brains. <laughs> Copernicus, maybe that's I'm just a name that sounds like one of those guys. So I I think it's a little – I'm one of those guys. I'm in the frightened category of where technology will go to. And maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe I should be just more excited about it since I don't have kids. And if the world ends because of it, well, fuck it. So what? I went out with my dick stuck in a blowjob robot. 
Because I wasn't scared of them. I wasn't scared of the robots. Don't hear about Kyle. Oh, well, semi-tragic. Semi-tragic death. <laughs> By 2025, computers will be as intelligent as humans. All computers will be as intelligent as humans. Ten years later, by, by 2035. That's eight years from now. By 2035, computers will be more intelligent than humans. That's what eight, is, eight what years is, from now. Yeah. Remember eight years before right now? It was 2009. Yeah. I remember 2009. I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. Yeah. I'm wearing the same clothes. <laughs> yeah. I literally am wearing the same clothes from 2009. <laughs> But Ugh. think about that. Like, what does that mean, and what's going to happen when it, when robots and computers are more intelligent than us? What does I that mean? We'll they're going to manipulate us and trick us, and then kill us? Or I mean, more if they're smarter, what do smarter people do to less? Like, they take advantage take of take advantage them of them for their benefit. Uh-huh. But also, is that an, an if robots don't have a sense of morality, do they have a sense of immorality? Like, like someone's just being a villain. Like, I could take advantage of this weakness. Whereas a robot's just looking. If a robot's design is to just be efficient at what it does, yeah. But what would they want with us? Like, what, what, that's what just, I mean. Maybe that's ignore us. Maybe that's what stops it. Maybe it's like, well, we're just robots doing our thing until some fucking hacker makes an evil robot or puts a virus into him. Because you know that's going to happen. Yeah. You know? That's like what's stopping... Uh, it's just... I'm in the cat... I'm just, you know, I don't know enough. I'm not smart enough, so I'm scared of it because I don't understand it. Which is what I always... That was the whole Trump thing. It's like, it's fucking white people. Yeah. Scared. Because, oh, there's a chance white people won't be the majority in this country. Like... Fucking so? Don't worry. You're going to keep popping out kids, I'm sure. You're going to give it a fighting chance. Yeah. But that's, I'm in that category with robots. And then what happens when someone gets enough bionic parts put into them mm-hmm. that they identify as a robot and then you can't be anti-robot because that would be a hate crime. <laughs> but they're also a robot, so they're smarter than you. What happens when we program, like, oh, well, I'll just have a robot brain. Yeah. And now I'm a superhero. I'm a, I'm a hybrid. What do they call those? Not chimera. That's two animals glued together. Mm. Android? It's humanoid. Yeah. Android, humanoid. Humanoid, uh-huh. I think, is because it's got part human. Mm. That's going to happen. We run bizarre states. And they were talking about the bionic dick guy. Yeah, dude, guy who just a- got hydraulics in his his, in his cr- had a surgery to add a dick on because he had lost it in an accident. Yeah. What about when that's just voluntary? Like it's not medical science going. All right, what's well, an experimental procedure to make somebody feel more human? No, it's somebody wants to be more like a robot. So here's laser eyes and a fucking uh, flaming butthole or whatever technology. <laughs> My my idea of a humanoid is just a James Bond car. That's a person. Shoots oil out its ass in case people chasing you. <laughs> well, that's a great question because robots and are, are being used a lot right now in prosthetics. You know, people missing mm-hmm. an arm or missing a leg, and that's great. You know, yeah. uh, there's people walking around now, you know, with uh, prosthetic robot legs. Yeah. 
that uh, their gait and everything just seems very normal as if they had a, a, hadn't lost their original leg. But what if you start applying that volu- like uh, cosmetically? Yeah. Yeah, where's the ethical or moral line there? Well, that's where, like, all right, I'll probably get in trouble talking about this stuff. But when people, you see them on, like, there's the show, like, Taboo. I forget what show it's on. And a guy thinks he's a cat. And so he's getting whiskers put on. Uh-huh. He's getting his face, you know, tattooed his face as, a, like, a, like, he thinks he's a tiger or something. Yeah. And uh, whatever, man. Go for it. You know, like, like I don't – I get – all right. I'm going to say something that's going to get me in trouble where it's like and – and I'm saying this from a place of curiosity and not criticism. Uh-huh. In the world that we're in right now, it's like, you know, if you identify as transsexual and you can go through the process of changing your body and changing your sexuality and I'm like, you know, it, I, it, admitting right now, I – not transsexual. I don't understand what's in your mind that makes you feel that your body is not what you want. Mm-hmm. But if you want another body, go for that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What? it's not hurting anybody else. Doesn't bother me. If you, if you think it's improving your, that's what you need to get through this world happier. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Do it. And then, but then I, I, you know, see these people like the, like the lizard man who's like splitting his tongue down. Like, so how's that who, different? I mean, that's the question that I'm if, not asking. That because either. it's someone who identifies as something else, uh-huh. and I know that's the problem. Like, well, transsexual is still identifying as a human being. Okay, but my thing, it, like, well, I'm probably, and I'm not like, give me an answer. If there's somebody listening that can explain this to me in uh, simple terms, because I'm not bright, like. If what's going to stop anybody that identifies as anything else from changing their body that way with technology? There's already people doing technological implants in themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's looked at as body modification. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't care. But when does that like when does it just become all inclusive? I personally like what if that's the future and it's just anybody the technology is available to you. You can do it yourself, or it's affordable enough, and you want to change. I, you know, change your body however you want, become whatever you want. Yeah, man, go for it. Well, I think you hit go, on something. Go, go full X Men with it. I think once we have, once some of these, like, just for the small example of like a robot prosthetic, once that's made available to the public, if it's not already. I think we're definitely heading towards yeah. that, towards body modification and. But well, my thing and, is, like, and then does that lead into hybrid? But then my thing is like, all right, if I don't have a problem with anybody, like you identify as a, a man or a woman, all right, it's obviously rough right now with the bathroom laws and going through TSA, and people are trying to sort it out. It's new. It's a new thing for a lot of people to grasp, mm-hmm. and it's the it, it's a it's a testament to their character on how they handle something new like this and handling with grace and uh, humanity. But if that's my thing, like, well, if I think that's okay, and I right, if you want to identify your body as any way you want, but then the fucking lizard man wants to eat a live mouse at a restaurant, and I'm like, no, no, yeah, no, that's not 
now I'm putting my foot down about something. And it's like, wow, fuck, man. Well, is that because I need to be more open-minded? Yeah. And I'm not – I know this is where I'm going to get in trouble. Like I'm limp, l- lumping people that identify as animals in with a transsexual community. No. And maybe that's my mistake is that I'm still looking at it as a body modification thing uh-huh. as opposed to what you identify as. Yeah. But if you're going to respect everybody for what they identify as – Yeah, you got to respect that guy over there. you got to respect the lizard dude. <laughs> but then – all of a sudden, I'm going to be like, well, I think there should be separate restaurants for me and people who want to eat live animals like lizards. And then now I'm, a, you know, I'm like, like not racist, but I'm something. This is a thought that's kept me up at night. It's been one of those things like, oh, is this a joke? I'm like, no, there's nothing funny about it. This is like I'm trying to sort out this thought process and I would like some answers. And I've asked some people and they're like, yeah, I don't really know. And I, you know, I would like to uh, – if there was somebody who could explain it to me and maybe it's, that's why it can't be explained because I'm just a fucking straight white dude and I've had a dick my whole life. And I'd be like, yeah, that's mine. I'm good with it. I've – my inclination is, uh, you know, and I'm straight, and that's so. It's not for me to understand. Yeah, I accept it, but I, I want to understand. I want to be told, you know, mm-hmm. school me on it, tell me about it, inform the masses, and including myself. Mm-hmm. That's so. Uh, I yeah. Oh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe this whole thing will be solved when the robots take over and kill everybody. Maybe, um, maybe somebody's going to program a robot. To be like, help us solve racial harmony. Mm-hmm. Like, help us solve racism. Mm-hmm. And a robot's like, here, and kills everyone. Because yeah. that's the only way. Or turns us all the same color. Let me ask you this question. What happens, and uh, a lot of experts feel we're heading this direction at a rapid pace. What happens when robots replace all of the workforce? Yeah. The entire workforce. Manufacturing, yeah. technology, service. What happens when what happens you when cannot? Ro- there's not a job you can get because they are all yeah. taken by robots. And you make a robot that makes the robots that makes the robots. Yeah, that fixes the robots. So what's going to happen then? Mass poverty. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know. There's already enough fucking comedians jumping into it lately. Okay. Don't need any more of those. Well, that's a so job. What, that's well, that's a job one of the things that they say. Like, like we're insulated from a technological boom, like creative jobs. That's one thing that robots can't do. Yeah, you know, they can make you can make mathematical art and program art, and it's interesting stuff. Uh-huh. But you know, they're not. Well, not yet, anyway. You know, the arts. One thing protected from technological advancement is the arts. Could a robot create music? I'm assuming they could, right? With uh, well, who's in the programming phase? I mean, if you taught, I don't know. What if you like? If you gave robot all the like? If you gave robot, what if you told a robot to read your iTunes and it understood musical progression? Could just <clears throat> absorb sounds. Understand, like, through just... Shazam still blows my mind. I still can't fucking figure out Shazam, and every time I use it, it's Bruno Mars. Blows my mind. Every time, I'm like, this song's pretty good. Bruno Mars. I I would be like, I don't give a fuck about Bruno Mars. I'm a Bruno Mars fan, because robots 
told me I'm a Bruno Mars fan. That's it. Like that's you want to talk about artificial intelligence, Kyle? You're a Bruno Mars fan. Deal with it. And Instagram, I don't know what I looked at once on Instagram. Mostly drag queens. Whenever you look at search popular accounts, all drag queens for mine. Huh. Like, what do you know about me that I don't know yet? What are you telling me? Because then I'm sitting, I'm like, do I need to look at more drag queens? It says, like, man, lighten up. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, expand your horizons a little bit. I'm like, all right, I'll look at the drag queen. They're, they're fun. They're fun pictures. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, but that's scary, man. The workers, like, what? <clears throat> like, yeah, manufacturing could be replaced by robots. They're talking about how, you know, you're going to get your stuff delivered by drone. It's going to be handpicked up by a robot from from a warehouse. Nobody's going to go to a store anymore. So customer service is going to be gone. <clears throat> farming is farming going to be replaced by robots? You know, if maintaining oh water levels, all this stuff. So farming, <clears throat> you could see technology taking over that. Yeah. Um, infrastructure, building bridge. I mean, architecture, you still have to have someone design it. You can't just say, build me a building. You still have to have a human being. I want these specifications asking for this. Yeah. So architecture still kind of falls in that kind of hybrid science art, uh, category, but, well, I think arts, arts will be insulated. But a lot of other stuff, I'm a hard, hard, hard guess to figure out what's insulated from robots taking over the taking over the jobs. We already got, well, you know, the, the self-driving cars. But who's going to gonna need a self-driving car when you don't have to go anywhere? Not to funnel every topic back to this, but virtual uh, reality with a fuck robot. You're never going to leave your house. Maybe this is part of uh, the new world orders plan. The rise of the robots, kill off 90% of the population, and uh, then they'll have their uh, utopia, their one-world government. Yeah, where's their peaceful, unrobotic land they could have? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, then there's that the thing I can't even sort out. When, like Elon Musk is like, we're just living in a digital illusion right now. And I, yeah. try, I say it with my friends at home. My buddy Bob was saying, like, what does that mean? He's like, well, I don't know, but it's a weird idea. Like, why is this? If this, like, who needs this? Like, this is a digital reproduction. Then a reproduction that we're living of what? In. But what? Yeah, who needs this fucking thing? Yeah. Like, who? what programmer sat down and said, oh, I hope uh, Kyle and Dave eat some chili and fucking fart up the living room? Like, who? who's programming this? What? Like, what? If we both just our heads exploded right now, and the programmer's like, "They're right, I'm wasting my life," and then the game stops. Oh my god! Our programmer's like, "Oh man, I'm going to start addressing a programmer randomly." That's when you hear crazy people say stuff, and they don't sound crazy. Like, "What's pr- which button are you pressing now?" And it's just some guy digging in the trash. They might know. That goes back to the MK Ultra thing. I kind of get that as a concept, but. If, if this is a uh, a simulation, mm-hmm. then what what are we like? This my flesh. A and, good and, simulation. But how? Yeah. Where did that Your come? Self, how did they make it? Because that's how far advanced technology is. 
wherever they're programming this from. Maybe this is 2035. Right now, the year is 2035, and there's a smarter robot programming this illusion right now. Because it is Matrix shit. Somebody was asking about Matrix in an email or on the Twitter questions, too. I'm sorry if I didn't get your, I didn't get your name because I'm not looking at that right now. But, like, glitches in the Matrix. <clears throat> what if we are just batteries plugged in? We're in a virtual reality suit with our feeding tubes and our fuck robots attached to us. Just being held complacent because they need us for the energy. They need, they need human beings. Why would robots need human beings, though? What would they need us for to keep things going? Well, what do we have that they don't? I don't, I don't know. If they're programming us, why are they programming us to have these things? Is there a chemical in our body that they don't have access to? That's, man, I don't know. That's some science fiction level shit. Hmm. I love it when, like, just to go back to the crazy people having truth. I don't know if I told this on here once. <clears throat> when I was working at a gas station one uh, back in Wooddale, Illinois... Working nights at a gas station. And a couple times this dude would come in. It was definitely weird to see him in the suburbs. He was like like a glam rocker, like a New York Dolls type dude. So he'd come in with like a tiny leather coat and fringe lace gloves. And he was always wearing some sort of makeup. But he wasn't like a cross-dresser. He was more of like like a New York Dolls, like glam rock Mm -hmm. dude. But this was still in the mid-90s. So it was kind of 10 years too late. Mm -hmm. But he'd come in all fucking tweaked out. And he came in. One time, like, yeah, man, I just like, ah, oh, man, I need some, give me some uh, Marlboro menthols, and uh, all right, man. I'm like, okay, this guy's fucking flying right now. But he gets the cigarettes, pays for them, and on the way out, there's a stack of newspapers. And it was early on about healthcare or something. He just grabs a towel. He's like, man, this is this is why this is why we'll never have healthcare for the people because if the people get better, if they have access to healthcare and the people get better, that's when they'll revolt. That's when the revolution happens because sick people can't have a revolution, man. And threw the, t- the newspaper down and walked out. And I was like, this is totally right. Because that's, that's absolutely the truth. Wow. Sick people won't have a revolution. Complacent sick people won't revolt. Maybe that's what it is. You're hooked up to your virtual reality and you get your blowjob machine and your feeding tube where the flavors change depending on what your, your thought process goes into the feeding tube. And so it gives you a sensation of flavor. And then that's it. We never revolt. Because maybe ro- they program robots not to kill. But it doesn't mean they can't program them not to satiate all our wants and needs and until yeah. we just become gelatinous blobs. Wow. Hold my hands up. Victory. Fucking solved it. Solved it. Write that one, Philip K. Dick. <laughs> Boom. It blew everybody's mind. Now the men in black come because they're just cronies for the robots. That's why they all look. Robots can't dress people. They're like, here's a suit. They're robed. The men in black are the <laughs> shitty crony robots that have to be like, all right, we got a guy. He's thinking off the grid. Send him out because they know we'll still be controlled. Send him uh, in. Like, what are we? They're not getting new clothes for him. Like, we got three suits. The robots have three suits. Put them out. That's what the men in black doing. They're they're serving papers. They're serving they're serving the robot papers. <laughs> full circle. We just oh. came full circle on this episode. Wow. Make up for the last few. We've been real high. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, shit, man! I think that's a. I think we did it. I think I think it was a. This this episode is tight as fuck. 
<coughs> oh boy. Yeah, that was good, dude. That's uh that's some good insight. And you living off the grid. You're gonna have to save us. You're gonna be the you're gonna be the kid from Terminator. Well You have to save us. Because you're not gonna be plugged in. They can't find you moving around. You're not tracking by GPS. Dave doesn't use GPS. Nope. <laughs> that's all right, man. Well, you're the future, buddy. I know how to cook. I've got a lot of weapons. You're the future. Do you want to plug any dates? Or maybe you don't, because they'll know where you're at. That's true. Uh, <laughs> also, you're just finishing a tour, so. Yeah, I don't have any dates. Just finished. I'm, I'm doing some local spots. Look for the Los smoke Angeles. signals for the dates. We ain't putting them online. <laughs> Getting caught by the um, robots. Let me give this recipe real quick. Oh, yeah, shit. It kind of ties into. Something needed. Yeah, something needed. Something uh, useful. All right. Uh, I've had four kidney stone attacks in my life. You ever had a Jeez. kidney stone? I thank God the one thing I old person shit I haven't gotten worst pain I've ever experienced. Yeah, Just, first time it happened, I literally thought I was dying. I was yeah. like, I told my girlfriend, I was like, I I don't know what's going on. I I've I, heard. I guess I'm dying. And uh, she took me to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Just the most, just terrible, terrible pain, like in your kidney, obviously. But it, you should know where your kidneys. I at. feel like I, I have them in back. my future. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I just, have them coming. It's almost. Indescribable. Undescribable? Indescribable. Yeah, we'll, we'll get uh, the words right. Anyway, so um, the uh, first time I, I had one, I went to the emergency room. They didn't do anything. They uh, they took an x-ray and gave me some pain pills and sent me on my way. Yeah. And so Pissed and, the restrainer. Yeah. So anyway, uh, second time, and then I got a bill for like, good Lord, $3,000 because I didn't <laughs> have insurance. So yeah. when the second one popped up a year and a half later. I was like, well, I'm not going to the damn emergency room because I know that that's only going to cost money. And not solve a problem. So uh, no. I looked online. I found a, uh, a a manual, a home remedy manual. It had like 10 different ones. Um, one was the watermelon remedy, by the way. That's not this one. Uh, that one I didn't try. But they literally wanted me to just sit in a warm bath and eat as much watermelon as I could possibly stomach. And they suggested don't get up and don't don't go pee in the toilet because you're going to have to do it so much, so often, that you'll just be in and out of the tub. So they encourage you to just uh, piss in the tub. Just sitting in a watermelon, sitting in your own piss. Yeah, yeah. Real pranksters out there. Yeah. So I didn't do that one. Uh, <laughs> How much watermelon? They just said like eat a whole watermelon, and just could you eat a whole out. one? I mean, I feel like I could. Well, it's not really. You kind of what I'm about to say in this recipe, you wouldn't think you could do it all either. But okay. for the purpose of like Let's medicine, see, yeah. uh, did the asparagus remedy. All right, yeah. and this worked. I've done this four times, and it's worked every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get your kidney stone attack. You got to you got to move quick because you're going to be in a ton of pain. Yeah. Uh, once you once it comes, once you yeah, that pain starts, it starts subtle. Yeah. But once you identify, oh shit, that's, that's it. That's where it is. You got about twelve minutes till you're in the most pain of your life. You got about a twelve minute oh, window. Man. Yeah. I'm thinking about looking forward to this. Whew, it fucking sucks. So anyway. Uh, Asparagus remedy. Go out and get you a few cans of uh, asparagus, canned asparagus. Um, maybe like, well, you need three pounds. So whatever the cans are, you need okay. three pounds. Three pounds of asparagus. Of asparagus. You need a liter. Doesn't really come in a liter, but so you'll have to just get like the gallon of distilled water. Okay. Distilled water. So you can, you can buy that in the gallon, just like you can the regular spring water, or purified water, distilled water, and then two liters of cola. Sure. Whether it be Coke or Pepsi or it could even be diet. 
Mr. Pibb? Uh, Mr. Pibb. Some sort of cola. Uh, not they, they, not they, a Sprite? It, it has to be a cola-based, like uh, Mr. Pibb, Coke, Pepsi. I don't root think, beer? I don't, maybe, I think a root beer would fall would into love, that. I would love to drink that much root beer. <laughs> that would definitely fall into the uh, cola family. Anyway, three pounds of asparagus, liter of distilled water, two liters of cola. <clears throat> Pour it uh, on the tub. <laughs> Sitting at you're fine. <laughs> blend, uh, throw the asparagus in a blender. Yeah, just just blend that shit up, and then you have to all in a. They, they encourage you to do it in one hour's time. So in one hour's time, you get to drink all that shit. All right. So what I would do is I would just chug as much as I could of one thing, put it down, chug enough. You just just cycle it through, and uh, you got to do that all in an hour. It works because you actually vomit up a kidney stone, <laughs> and then they encourage you. To jump up and down a little that was to help loosen the stone. My mom's cure for gas. Yeah. Jump yeah. up and down. Shake the bubbles down to the bottom. Yeah. So uh, I, I could just go into my punchline right now, but I'm not going to because uh, that's a setup of the bit. But it's true. It's so that's, uh, that's what you do. Frontier um, medicine. You use the words frontier <laughs> um, medicine in there. And what that does is it just kind of tidal waves that it just pushes that kidney through its path uh, a lot faster. Uh, without that re- remedy... I've had a kidney stone one time that lasted about 36 hours. Fuck that. Because what it's doing, it starts in, it's a calcium deposit mm, yeah. in your uh, kidney, and then it carves a path oh, God. through your kidney. Like it's literally carving uh, uh, a path. Flesh of your kidney is being torn apart while this little, uh, about the uh, little size of like a little bitty, I got a picture it's of like one. Like a BB, right? Like a BB. Um, goes through your kidney and then into your bladder. And then you piss it out. A lot of people think that uh, the most painful part is is when it actually comes out of your urethra, but that's yeah. not true. That it's immediate. Uh, that's a weird thing about it. As soon as you pass it, immediate relief. Yeah. Like as soon as you piss and it falls into the toilet, you're back to 100 percent fine. I mean, you're sore and but tired, you, but you went through it. You feel good afterwards. That pain is gone immediately. Right. So it's it's weird. So. Uh, Asparagus remedy. Get on that. That'll cool. uh, asparagus that'll and distilled water. Push that water. kidney stone out of there. Good times. That's a w- cola. Yeah, cola. Something to do with the the acid or some chemical. I in guess it. so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. We got, this is good. That's a good lead up for some prepper talk. I think maybe next episode is prepper talk. Yeah. Because th- th- you need to know these things. What if there's no doctor? There's no science around. It's true. All right. Well, we shit. didn't even mean for this to be this way, but it. Well, now it, we got we, we talked ourselves into a thing. It, it's funny that we're talking about this, like you said, uh, three days before. Oh yeah, before yeah, prepper talk. If if we're still a country <laughs> next week, you still get the iTunes through the through the thing. Uh, do we have a comic of the week this? Week? I do. You do. Yeah, Who's our comic a, of the week? Comic of the week. Uh, this dude again. One of these. One of the guys that. Uh, and it's not a backhanded compliment. Um, he really sucks. Is, is underrated. Like I feel like he doesn't get the attention he deserves. Who doesn't get the attention? Nick Vaderot. Oh, Vaderot. I know Vaderot from Chicago, man. That dude is a maniac. My like, God. Like, he's a mad scientist. He's a maniac. He's a mad scientist. It's yeah. not like yeah. That's comedy. That's not like. Wait, what? What's he doing? His Conan set. Oh, is that what? the one with the scroll? Um, yeah. yeah, watch Nick Vaderot's Conan set, and right there you'll realize, like, oh, this guy's manipulating. He's, like, at a Rory Scoville level of, yeah. like, playing with the audience, like, clearly having his own good time. Yeah, 
guys like him, Rory, and John Doerr yeah. are in that category. For like, they're just playing; they're operating on a different level. Yeah, you guys are just you guys are just puppet mastering everything yeah. at, at all times. It's like they're almost playing it. a different game. Like, yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. You're playing chess, and we're playing checkers. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Nick Vatterot, um, just such a funny dude. Uh, he's got an album out. Uh, he's done the half hour, I believe. I think he's got a half hour on Comedy Central. He's done Conan at least once. Yeah. Uh, his album, uh, for your or no, just for amusement only. I wanted to say for your amusement, yeah. for amusement only. Nick Vatterot. That's V A T T E R O T T. So four T's in his last Not name. Not a lot of Vatterots yeah. out in the comedy world. Vatterot. Nick Vatterot. Um, he put that album out about two years ago. Uh, just a genius. And uh, if you don't know him, you need to get to know him. And uh, holy shit. Comic of the week. Hell oh, yeah! So, all right, buddy. That's uh, you got any dates you want to plug? Why did I kept saying January seventeenth? This think- comes out the. Tw- that's oh no! I'm looking at January of 2016. Yeah, I was right. This yeah, should be January seventeenth. Now twenty second. Now this weekend I'll be at Riot LA. Probably this weekend. I don't have much else. We'll get to it. Yeah, I think it was good. All right, buddy. We'll Let's, see you next time. Yeah, hopefully uh, we're all he- still here. Boogie to boogie to boogie. The Boogie Monster. Bye.